So the World Series and MLB season is over. Uh, I'm Joe Morales going solo today. Trevor's probably sleeping. Uh, instant reaction to the Los Angeles Dodgers being Tampa Bay, Bay uh, Tampa Bay Rays to win uh, the 2020 World Series. And to start it off right away, some something on a serious note. Justin Turner was taken out of the game in the seventh inning, I believe, because of a positive COVID test. And we just found this in it was it doesn't say what inning. I think it was the seventh inning. Um, we just found that out as the game ended. They cut to Kevin Burkhart in the studio during the post game, and they said that he was taken out because of a COVID test. Now, after the game, and the, let's just say the manager or the players on the Dodgers knew that he had tested positive in the middle of the game. Even after the game, they're still on the field celebrating. They did their ceremony for the pre- uh, the commissioner's trophy. They're all shaking hands and hugging each other. I mean, you just find out there's a COVID test or a COVID positive on the field less than an hour ago, and you go out on the field and celebrate after the game? That's not very smart. I don't know. If you, you don't stop the game, but maybe you don't, you know, go out and hug each other after the game. And number two... Major League Baseball's in a bubble. How did COVID positive get in the bubble? These players are isolated from everyone around them. They're in a hotel room. There's two things that are going to happen. It, it, either it's the fans, because they have fans in the stadium. Maybe a fan spit or the roof is closed for one of the games. Maybe uh, some particles didn't weren't able to escape the building. Or someone broke the protocol and broke the quarantine or uh, bubble or whatever. And Justin Turner got sick. You just have to worry now because there are 28 guys on this roster that have been in close contact with Justin Turner. And it's a fitting way to end the 2020 baseball season. Through all the ups and downs they've had with the Phillies, with the Cardinals, with the Marlins, all the COVID problems they've had. They finally get to the end of the season, and they can't end the season on a good note. There has to be some bad, and that's 2020 for you. So Justin Turner tests positive, and again, I, I believe it was the seventh inning. Uh, I don't have that. All I know is Kike Hernandez came in. Um, it was some point in the seventh inning because he grounded out the double play in the sixth. So that's number one. Number two, the Los Angeles Dodgers did end up winning the game and the World Series. And I wasn't planning to do an instant reaction, but... We got to talk about Kevin Cash taking out Blake Snell in the sixth inning. Oh, my God. You want to talk about overmanaging? You want to talk about planning a baseball game? You want to talk about looking at numbers instead of letting your eyes tell a story? And Kevin Cash, that is what you have to do in a playoff series. You Let your eyes tell the story. Blake Snell struck out 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9... Batters in five and a third innings. Nine batters. Why on earth would he have to be taken out of the game? It's not game two. It's not game three. You don't have another game to work with. You're down three to two in the series. Your backs are against the wall. And the excuse he gave after the game, he said... He took Blake Snell out because Mookie Betts in the top of the order coming up. Before he took Blake Snell out, he'd struck out Mookie Betts twice. Once in the first and once in the third. 
It was only when Blake Snell came out of the game that Mookie Betts hits that double down the line. Was that not even Mookie Betts? I don't even remember now. Mookie Betts ended up hitting a double with Austin Barnes getting to third base. So it was the play right after Snell came out because Snell faced Barnes. So Nick Anderson comes in. Mookie Betts, who was 0 for 2 with two strikeouts against Blake Snell in the game. He comes up, hits a double down the third baseline. And the Dodgers are set up. And the cards were falling after that. Nick Anderson, their wild pitch, he was giving up hits. And this goes back to analytics. I'm not an analytics guy. Most baseball fans are not analytics people. You cannot look at a piece of paper and you cannot let a computer tell you how to manage a baseball game. Because Analytics 101 clearly states that once you get to the third time around the lineup, your chances of getting outs are slim. Now, anyone watching this game knew Blake Snell was unstoppable. And down 3-2, to two, trying to force a Game 7. Let Blake Snell go. He had every right to be angry at Kevin Cash for taking him out of this game. Imagine, I, I used this example to a couple guys I was talking to during the game. Imagine Aaron Boone did this to Garrett Cole. Where Garrett Cole strikes out nine guys in five innings. And he yanks him in a one nothing ball game because analytics. That is the definition of overmanaging. And letting a computer run the baseball game. You cannot plan out nine innings. You cannot plan out 27 outs of a baseball game. It's just not possible. And I get flashbacks of Aaron Boone in 2018 when he would leave CeCe Sabathia in the game longer to face... Le I remember specifically in 2018 when the Yankees played in the ALDS against the Red Sox. Aaron Boone justified leaving... And there is a picture of... I believe that's Cody Bellinger kissing his wife after a COVID-positive test in his dugout. See, that's just irresponsible. And I believe that's Corey Seager who won the MVP and he gets a brand new car. Good for him. Um, anyway, I forgot what I was talking about. Uh, I don't even know what I was talking about. Anyway, so if I remember, I'll come back to it. But the Dodgers, what did they win? Their, I think their seventh title. Their first since that magnificent 1988 with Kirk Gibson. That was the Earl Hershiser days. And... Loved hearing Vince Scully give his remarks after the game. Anytime you get to hear Vince Scully, it's great. So, anyway, no, I know. We were talking about the um the Yankees and with uh, uh the Red Sox turning 18. So, he justified leaving CeCe Smathy in the game longer than he should have to face Jackie Bradley Jr. And Aaron Boone, after the game, said this was our plan going into the game was to get CeCe Smathy up to face Jackie Bradley Jr. That is not how you manage a baseball game. And going forward, I hope this is a lesson to not only Kevin Cash, but the sport of baseball. 
that you cannot let a computer run your team. And I think you're seeing this with more experienced managers. I'm not saying Kevin Cash is inexperienced or a bad manager. But the better managers in the game will ride the hot hand in the playoffs. You saw it with the Yankees and Aaron Boone this year. When Gary Sanchez was hitting 125, he chose to start Kyle Higashioka in a winner-take-all game five. Whether I liked it or not, he was more productive in the regular season and in the playoffs. And on the topic of catchers, with what Kevin Cash did today, Mike Zunino, who went into the game 0 for 13 in the World Series, strikes out twice again. So Mike Zunino finishes his World Series going 0 for 15 with a ton of strikeouts. And that's all I got. Well, hopefully that is, like I said, hopefully that is a message to Major League Baseball and the managers that you cannot let a computer run your game. Enough is enough with it. I think you're going to start seeing managers start playing the hot hand. And analytics might only be a regular season thing. Because I get it, over 162 games, guys need off days. You gotta, you gotta, you know, filter guys in and out. Completely understand that. But come playoff time, you have to play the hot hand. That is exactly what Dave Roberts did this series. Regardless of what you think of what he did with Kershaw in Game 4. He played the hot hand. He went to Julio Urias in relief, who was supposed to go tomorrow in, in a Game 7 if necessary. And he completely shadowed Kenley Jansen. Did not use him once after that uh, Game 4 stuff. Uh, when the uh, when the Rays had that weird win on the errors and stuff. On the other hand, Kevin Cash goes to Nick Anderson, who was a great regular season relief pitcher. He strikes out the world. I think he had a 6-year right in the playoffs this year. And I give this Tampa Bay Rays team a ton of credit. With the payroll they have, with the little amount of money they spent, they were able to put a team on the field that won 40 games. And made it all the way to the World Series. They are not going anywhere, and I give them a ton of credit. But these small market teams will almost never win a World Series. Nine out of ten times, you put them against the Los Angeles Dodgers, or the New York Yankees, or the Boston Red Sox. Give me a team. They will not perform, and they will most likely not win. Now, before we get out of here, let me gloat about my bracket. So, I had the entire American League right, down to the bone. Rays, Yankees, Astros, A's. I had the Rays and the Astros. And then the Rays. The National League got everything right, except that first series between Atlanta and Cincinnati. I had Cincinnati beating Atlanta, so they would play the Marlins. And then I had the Marlins beating the Reds. But, in reality, the Braves would beat the Reds and then beat the Marlins. I also had the Dodgers going to the World Series, winning the pennant. I had San Diego beating St. Louis. And like I said before, I had the Marlins beating the Cubs in the first round. Very proud of my bracket. Near perfect. Close, but near perfect. If the Reds beat the Braves in that first round, you can make an argument that the Marlins could beat them because the Marlins were in the hot hand there. Marlins had a feel of a good baseball team going to the playoffs. 
The Braves are a better team. So, the baseball season is over. We now go into the everlasting winter. The offseason, the offseason previews will start coming out next week. I will tell you exactly when they are, actually. So, it's not this thir- not this Friday. But next Friday is Yankees and Mets. That's the 6th of November. Then the 13th of November is the entire MLB offseason preview. The week after that's the NBA offseason preview. So we got a lot of offseason stuff to get to. As we get into this dark time with, well, of course, winter, which sucks. Winter is not, and fall, not, not great seasons. And then only football. You got Sunday, Monday, Thursday, and then if you're into it, you got college football on Fridays and Saturdays. Weekday sports are non-existent until at least November, at least at least Christmas, when the NBA is supposed to come back. But we will get all, into all that on Friday with Trevor. Uh, I'm Joe Morales. You can get me on Twitter at Joe Morales underscore. This has been the MDM podcast.